What's up, besties? Welcome back to another episode of your Manifesting Bestie podcast. I'm your host, Flora, and we are diving into all things mindset and manifestation on this season of our podcast. And guys, what a great response you guys have been sending me and like so much amazing feedback to the last few episodes where so many people are saying like this just clicks, right? The knowing state, the mark of change, like all these different things that you guys are sending me like, wow, this is finally making sense. Um, And I'm so happy and I'm so relieved to see that like, you know, you guys get it and it's working for you. It's easy to apply. You're starting to see the change. You're feeling better. Most importantly, we always talk about that feeling state, which is key to manifesting feeling better is really the only manifestation evidence you ever need to see. Um, But one question that I still get, which I want to address today, and I think this is going to just help everybody on such a grand scale, and you can really apply this in all the, the major areas, whether it's financial, relational, health, beauty, career, abundance, success, all of it. And we're going to be talking about shifting into your identity. And it's crazy that I haven't even made like a full-on self-concept episode because that's all I ever talk about on TikTok and on all my training videos. So we're going to be talking about shifting into the identity, the identity of the individual that you want to become, how to develop that self-concept, how to walk around in the mental state of consciousness of the new identity, of the new individual that you're shifting into. And I think once we master this and, you know, we put a little bit of practice in it, it's going to take a a little bit of, you know, flexing that muscle of the new self-concept. Like I always say, it's like curling your bicep over and over and over until you you kind of start seeing the bicep pop and you, you feel stronger, right? It takes a little bit of practice and repetition since the subconscious mind only really understands patterns. This is going to be such a great way to instill a new pattern, a new way of thinking, and just understanding how to really shift. Like, how do I put on the new identity? So let's jump right into it. So just to briefly brush up on what is our self-concept, it is the way that we view ourselves and our dominant beliefs that we have about self, as well as our dominant belief system about the way our world works. So what that really means is our relationship to things. So how do I see myself in regards to money? How do I see myself in regards to relationships? How do I see myself in regards to friendships? How do I see myself in regards to career roles? How do I see myself in regards to health, right? So it's our relationship and assumption of other things in pertaining to us. So how we tie into things, how we perceive things is all part of our self-concept and our dominant assumptions. So think of this as like a giant paradigm that you're operating under constantly. Until that paradigm starts to shift, it's difficult to see a change in our reality. Once the paradigm does shift and the subconscious does adapt a new assumption about self, you begin to see that physical change uh, like right in front of you. It's not something that's going to take years. It's actually going to, some people do it in days. Like, and I don't want to instill a limiting belief in anyone like, oh, this should take you a few months. Like, no, we've seen people make a change in a matter of a day or two by transforming the self-conception, the identity. So believe it or not, you're actually shifting identities all day long. And I want to give you guys some examples to show you how easy this is. Because before I understood this type of work, I didn't get it. I didn't get what I was doing. I didn't get that this was always happening and that I'm in control of it and I could shift into better identities, more upgraded identities. I can shift into 
a, literally like a brand new avatar of myself that has like X, Y, and Z, although I've never experienced X, Y, and Z. So let's talk about it. When you go to work, for example, you shift into a new identity. So you talk a certain way at work. You view people a certain way, whether it's your customers or your coworkers, a certain way. You have to dress a certain way. You have to watch what you say, right? You can't use like curse words. You can't be rude to people. Um, you're much more punctual, I hope, <laughs> when you're going to work than like, let's say you're going out somewhere with friends. So when you are getting into your daily role of going to work, you're actually shifting your dominant identity, And we notice this by the way that we communicate with others and most importantly, the way that we feel. Because I guarantee you feel a different way going into work than when you do getting off of work. You feel a different way going to work than when you're going to go hang out with friends. You feel a different way going to work than going out to dinner, right? So you're shifting into the identity of your work self. That self-concept is pretty much dominating the way that you play your role out at work and what you're manifesting at work. Everything from how people treat you at work, how much money you make at work, what your role and your position is at work, um, how quickly you climb up the the, the corporate ladder or or climb your way up to success. Um, So many different things that go into your work identity. I don't know if you guys realize this, but you're shifting into that individual every single day. That's not necessarily you 24-7 though, right? It's just a version of you. Okay, so when you get off of work, you're a different person. You start blasting your music in your car. Maybe you're playing some trap music. You talk different to your friends. Um, you're, maybe you, your, your personality is a little bit lighter. You're having, you feel better. You feel happier because you're off of work. Um, you're, maybe you're not as punctual. You dress different. Obviously, you're not wearing a freaking suit and tie to go to the grocery store or to meet up with your friends. Um, and then when you get home from work, You have a completely different feeling state. You feel relaxed. You feel relieved rather than uptight and nervous or annoyed, right? That feeling state starts to shift as you shift into your at-home identity. So you see how all day long you're shifting in and out of identities and the way that you operate. You're, you're, You're transforming who you are depending on what you're doing and where you are and who you're surrounded by. These are all different identities that you're putting on. And no, that doesn't mean you're a psychopath or a sociopath or you're two-faced or you have split personality disorder. No, no, no. You have to operate through different scenarios as a different version of you, okay? So when you go out with your friends, what version of you shows up, right? The playful side, the fun side, maybe you're a little bit louder, you're a little bit more outgoing, you're more jokey, Um, you get to be more of you, you get to speak your mind more when you're with your friend, you have more of an excited feeling, and more of a a feeling of, oh my god, I want to plan things, I want to do this, I want to travel with my friends, I want to go out and party with my friends. You have a completely different feeling state than, say, the work version of you, or the at-home version of you. When you're on a romantic date... Again, a completely different identity comes out. You're more romantic. Maybe you're a little bit more mysterious, a little bit more sexual or or lack thereof, whatever it is that you want to portray. You dress different on a date. You speak softer or maybe you speak more dominant and more assertive. Um, right? So there's so many different, and and you wear your hair different, (laughs) you walk different, you hold yourself to a different, like 
self-esteem, a different way of your mannerisms, a different way that you order your food than you would when you're around your friends, right? If you're with a romantic partner, you probably switch up your identity a little bit. And that's okay. Like it's it's reading the room and understanding like, okay, this is most appropriate and I know how to you know, make the best of the situation in front of me and this version of me is going to come out and that's normal, right? So like, for example, I host a podcast and the podcast version of me has to get serious and it has to get very aligned and very clear on what I'm going to speak about because I once I press record, I don't stop recording. I This is all like one hit and go. Um, the TikTok version of me, I have to get very serious. I have to get excited because people are listening to my voice and it has to get other people excited. I have to be uplifting, but I have to be very on point and punctual with the things that I say. Now, if you meet me in person, I am not like this. I am so unserious. I don't take anything seriously. I'm always like laughing. Everything is like kind of a big joke to me. I'm making everyone take tequila shots. Like the, the, the playful side of me comes out not the manifestation bestie side. It's two completely different people. Am I still conscious of the things that I say because I don't want to fuck up and manifest the wrong things? Of course. But still, like, I, I'm, it's a completely different me. I'm so unserious in real life. Everything is really just a big, like, game to me. Everything is fun and games. Everyone I meet, I have fun with them. I joke around with them. I never talk about work. I, ne- I never sit there like trying to correct people about like what they're saying or what their thought process is the way I d- that I do in my business with my clients, with my um, online community. It's two different versions of me. When I'm on a date, I never bring up my work. It's, a, it's a, another different side of me that comes out. I'm a little bit more mysterious. I kind of withhold some information. I let the other person talk a lot more. You know, I, I, I go into a different role. And I need you guys to realize that we're doing this stuff all day long. We're literally shifting identities because subconsciously we know if we want a good outcome in the situation that we're in, we got to play a certain role. We got to put on the cap of whatever version of ourselves that we want to embody and then manifest a good outcome for that version of me, for the work version, for the romantic version, for the friendship version, for the at-home version, whatever it is, right? We know when we got to clean up or act and speak a certain way, think a certain way, and we know when we can be more relaxed and playful and chill. So there's a version of you, even though you haven't lived it, there's a version of you that has your manifestations, all of them. There's a version of you living out your goals and dreams and desires already. And you already know who she is or who he is because you've already conjured it up in your imagination so many times, okay? So when we're thinking of shifting into a new identity, this is exactly what we have to do. We have to conjure up a feeling state. We have to transform the way that we speak, the way that we think, the way that we view our world, and the way that we represent ourselves. That's the same exact thing that we're doing all day long already. But now if we consciously do it in a way where I want this to benefit me to get me my desires because I'm stuck of being stuck, you know, sick and tired of being stuck in the rabbit hole or, or the cycle of doing the same thing every day. I'm the same version of me every day. I show up at work the same way. I freaking hate my job, right? Like I want to cut all that out. I don't want to show up as that version of me anymore. What if I want to show up as the CEO version of me? Maybe I don't even have a business yet. 
Uh, maybe I'm still working for someone else's company. Maybe I don't even have a freaking job and I'm broke and I'm feeling aimless and lost. Well, how would you show up in your day? How would you see yourself? How would you talk to others as a CEO? What would you wear? How do you communicate? How do you see yourself? How do you see the people around you? How do you treat them? How do you carry yourself? What type of energy and feeling is running through your body up and down? Really, the key point here is the feeling state. And again, we know how we feel at work. We know how we feel when we get home. It's two very different feelings. So let's conjure up the feeling of having the desire, living in that mental identity. Put it, it's like, let's say you wake up in the morning and you put on your glasses so you can clearly see your world. Well, what if you put on a pair of glasses to clearly see your world as the desired reality? Meaning, if I put on my glasses in the morning, I view everything through the eyes of abundance, okay? I start seeing that money's everywhere. I start realizing that money is as abundant and available and ready for me as air, as oxygen. I'm not checking my bank account and getting, you know, a pit in my stomach and wanting to throw up because I hate looking at my bills or whatever. I'm like, damn, like I can conquer my whole day. I feel amazing. I have all the money in the world flowing in. Does that need to be true? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Every day you get to pick a new identity. Every day, and not even every day, every moment you're selecting a new identity, a new timeline to live in. So what is the feeling state that we need to conjure up of our desire? Is it love? Is it abundance? Is it just joy in general? Is it the feeling of health? How do we feel healthy? Well, we have to view all the things on our body and in our mind that is already healthy and fixate on it, right? And revel in it. We need to celebrate it. My back hurts cool. However, my feet feel amazing. I can actually go for a walk today. Let me like bask in that feeling. Let me rejoice in that feeling. What can I appreciate about that certain topic, whether it's health, whether it's money, whether it's love and relationships? Your, your, your man or your woman broke up with you? Okay, well, guess what? You're surrounded by love. Look at the, all the love that surrounds you, your parents, your friendships, your siblings, your cousins. Maybe you have amazing coworkers who like bring you coffee. I don't know. Look at all the love around you. Conjure up the feeling state of being loved. Shift into that identity. Into, instead of always shifting into the pe- pessimistic identity of no one loves me, no one picks me, no one wants to marry me, I'm so lonely, blah, blah, blah. Because that feeling state is going to continue to manifest you being lonely, for example. So you keep shifting into the identity of loneliness because you're, you're too fucking blind to see all the love that's already present. And you keep shifting into the state of being fucking broke and being behind on your bills and not having any, you know, like not much money coming in. And you feel like you can never really get ahead because instead of looking at damn, like, you know what, even though I don't have money to travel this year, like all my bills have been paid. I need to fucking rejoice in that feeling because the gratitude I show for the money that I do have just brings in more money. It makes space. So I have to cut out the lack identities that I've been like lingering and holding on to from the feeling state that I carry, okay? So what is the feeling state that I would carry throughout the day as an abundant person? Well, 
I'm so fucking grateful I have a car I get to get from point A to point B. I'm so grateful for the roof over my head. I have this gorgeous apartment that I get to live in and, and make my home. And I have a bed to sleep on. Like, damn, it's crazy that that's 80% better than the rest of the world. Yet I'm over here complaining. I have a smartphone, which means I have access to so much information and knowledge. And, and that's abundance all on its own. Like, I need to fixate on what there is which feels good instead of always fixating on what there isn't which feels bad this is how I shift my identity from being broke to being abundant and this just goes like you can do this in any area let's say you're you want to buy a house but maybe you don't have the funds right now okay you know what a lot of people who were like homeless at one point or, you know, they, they came in as immigrants. They didn't really have much to their name. And then they turn into millionaires and they buy these really big homes. You know what they say they used to do? They used to walk near like the intercoastal neighborhoods where those really big mansions are and just bask in those houses and show gratitude for them rather than, oh my God, I hate rich people. I, I can't believe somebody could afford such a big house. What do they need all those rooms for? What do they need all that space for? Instead of throwing hate on the homeowner that, for example, has their dream house, they're showing love to them in their mind. What does that mentally do? It is energetically matching you to being that homeowner, okay? Even if you don't have a dollar to your name, it doesn't matter. You're energetically shifting your identity. This can be done all across everything, like everything, everything that you want, this can be done, okay? It's letting go of the lack identity, the bitterness, the I just can't have it because I've never had it before, right? And we shift into a feeling state of having it by showing appreciation for the things that I can appreciate or imagine that it was mine. Because again, the subconscious has no fucking clue what's real and what's not. It just knows what you focus on and what you repeatedly focus on becomes your reality. So if I repeatedly focus on my bills and hating, you know, hate checking my bank account, that feeling's always going to match me with having way too many bills and not enough money in my bank account. So what if I don't hyper fixate on those things and I start shifting into that abundance identity? Every day I put on my glasses and I'm like, how do I view my world through the eyes of an abundant individual? I have everything around me. Everything. I have oxygen. I have a home. I got maybe one or two really good friends. That's abundance. I can make a cup of coffee in the morning. That's abundance. I can bask in the joy of these things. That's abundance. All of it. All of it. Like there's just, there's, there, there's a way to view everything like we mentioned, either half full or half empty. What you choose to focus on is the way that it will always show up for you. So we have all these identities that we're shifting in and out of every day depending on what circumstance we're about to enter. What if we just dominantly stayed in the right mindset no matter what circumstance we enter? We're always in the feeling state of joy, of bliss, of abundance, and of love. Guess what we start to match up with? Amazing, amazing circumstances that will blow our minds. The amount of money that can come into your life in a matter of one month of doing this practice is fucking like astronomical. We've had people manifest over six figures in one month of shifting their identity. Six figures in one month. We've seen it happen. We've seen people heal their body, right? Having their illnesses, cancer, things like that, heart failure, go into remission, completely reversed. 
in a matter of one to three months because they are hyper fixating on the identity of being healthy. And joy. Again, everything is joy. Life is joy. Everything is the path of least resistance. If you want to get what you want, you got to be happier. You have to feel better. You have to be in a better feeling state. Okay? So look at all the feeling states we're switching out in and out of with our identity. We have our work identity, our at-home identity, our friendship identity, our romantic identity, our driving in our car identity. We're all the, we're, we're just switching in and out of different versions of ourselves all the time. We might as well consciously switch into the version of ourselves that we actually want to be. So how does that version of you dress? How does that version of you speak? How does that version of you think? How does that version of you feel? This is going to be your homework. Your, your, this is going to be like your daily practice moving forward. When you start to ask yourself, am I in the right feeling state? Am I in the right identity of the version of me that I'm trying to create? If the answer is no, it's okay. You just have to train the thought pattern to go the opposite direction. Now, when I do this practice with my entrepreneurial clients, because those are the majority of the people that I'm working with right now until my membership launches, you know, I have this practice I do with them and I, I make them do this every morning. I'm like, listen, you are the biggest and baddest fucking CEO that you've ever met. How does that version of you operate? What time does he or she wake up? Do you wake up at 6 a.m.? Do you wake up at 12 p.m.? Like, it, there's no right or wrong answer. How do you get dressed in the morning? Are you that chill CEO where you can wear like slides and, you know, jeans and stuff? Or are you the CEO that is wearing a suit and tie? Okay. How does the CEO version of you eat? Are you juicing your greens in the morning? Are you taking care of your health to feel better, to get, get you more energized? Or maybe you're intermittent fasting and you don't eat until later in the afternoon. You just want to grab a cup of coffee at Starbucks in the morning and get some work done there. Maybe that's the, the ideal version of yourself. Um, like there's, there's so many things like what kind of watch are you wearing? You might not be able to afford your ideal watch, but picture it on your arm as you're walking around. How do you view people in your reality? Do you view them as like people you can help people you can make better? Do you view people as a blessing or do you view people as annoying? Oh my God, I don't want to be around anybody because a CEO, right? A CEO needs to know how to deal with people. You need to be a people person. You can't be so fucking pessimistic all the time around people. So what is this, how does the CEO version of you treat others? How do you view others? You need to tap into that version every day. This is a practice, a mental practice until you become that version, okay? And most importantly, how do you talk to yourself as a CEO? This is, this is key. Self-talk is always key to self-concept. They go hand in hand. They're, you cannot transform one without the other. So as this CEO, big bad boss version of yourself, how do you communicate to you in your mind? I love myself. I am the best boss there is. I have an abundance of wealth flowing into my life. I get to take care of so many people. I'm grateful that I have all these employees and I get to pay their bills and help their families. I love my business. It's going to take over the world. I have an influx of clientele rolling in. I have a supportive husband or supportive wife that is helping me with all of this or, or just taking care of me mentally, emotionally, physically. I feel so fucking good because of my amazing relationship. I have, you know, my ride or die next to me that helps me become the best CEO version of me. 
Um, I love going to, you know, X, Y, and Z for lunch as a CEO version of me. They have my the best food. It keeps me alert and sharp all day. I love going shopping in this plaza or this mall or this area because the CEO version of me can afford to buy that designer or whatever else you have your eye on. The CEO version of me drives a Mercedes Benz, right? Or the newest BMW or whatever. And I, and I love the feeling of being in that car. I feel like such a fucking boss. You might not have the car, but when you're driving your car, picture it, imagine it, feel it, go into the feeling state of it. Every moment you have a chance to shift your identity. So figure out the avatar, figure out the version of you that you are trying to become. And there, there might be so many aspects to that version of you. It can't, it's normally not just one thing. We don't all just have like one main desire. You probably have like 10 main desires. And guess what? You have all the resources already to get them. And when I say resources, I don't mean like things that you have to do to get them. I mean, you have the resources to shift into the identity of having it so it can come. So really what you want to do all day long here is aligning your feeling state to the identity of yourself that you would be had you had all these things, all these accomplishments already. So like have this little check-in with yourself. Am I in the feeling state of that boss-ass bitch version of me? Of that loved version of me? Of that healthy, beautiful, banging-ass body version of me? Do I feel like her? Or am I still the old me? This is how we know, again, the mark of change. Have I made the mark of change yet? Or am I still viewing my world through the lenses of the old me? And you're shifting all day, so it might as well be to your benefit. You're putting on all these different roles all day that you have to play. You have to play the friendship role. You have to play the daughter or son role. You have to play the husband or wife role. You have to play the manager or the employee role. Okay, you have to play the good driver role on the road. God forbid you get into an accident because you're not paying attention to the road. Okay, you have to be the conscious shopper at the grocery store role because you're pinching your pennies. What role are you tapping into moment by moment? I want you to consciously make the effort of of shifting into the role of the version of you that just has it. I feel good. I look good. I get what I want. I'm lucky as fuck. I'm blessed as fuck. Nothing gets in my way. Obstacles are fun for me if they ever do come up. I'm the operant power. I'm the creator of my reality. I get whatever the fuck I want. Nothing gets in my way. Everything is the unfolding of my manifestation. It's just who I am. It's just how I operate. Shift into the role consistently over and over. Check in with yourself. How do I feel? What is my feeling state? Is it aligning me with who I want to become? No, I got to shift. I got to figure it out. Okay, stop waiting for external changes to happen for you to become that version of yourself because it's not going to happen. That's not how reality creation works. First, you must be, okay, mentally. Then you can become it physically and you can have it physically in the 3D world. But The change and the transformation we're looking for is the identity shift, the self-concept. How do I think? How do I speak? How do I feel? And let's repeat that. How do I think? How do I speak? How do I feel? These are the three things you got to focus on and check in with yourself. That is your identity. If you're pessimistic, if you're a fucking hater, if you're bitter, if you're jealous, you're not in the right feeling state. Okay? Stop being that version of you. It's not getting you far, let me tell you. 
There's so much more that you could be receiving with ease if you just change how you feel. You change the identity of the version of you that's walking around all day. So like what body are you jumping into today? What's the glasses that you're going to put on and view your world through today? What is the self-concept you're going to consciously occupy today? Because you can only pick one version. You can't pick the broke and the abundant version. You cannot. You either view your world one way or the other. You cannot view your world as loved and as lonely at the same time. Doesn't work. You're double-minded. You're going to get no results, okay? Pick the, the, the identity, and you can go broad with this. My identity is, is I'm loved. Like I'm just, everything is love. Everything I have is love. I'm surrounded by love. I'm filled with love. I give out love freely, expect nothing in return, but I always get everything. Okay, maybe you want to walk around the identity version of, of or the identity of abundance. Everything around me is abundant. Everything comes to me freely. I, I have freedom in my life. I have a surplus of everything that I need. Okay. My resources are endless. Everything is here and now. I need not worry. I never need to worry. So pick the identity that you're going to shift in by how you feel. So how do I think? How do I speak? How do I feel? This is like your daily check-in. And do the morning practice. This is why I love people who take the workshop because you guys just have a morning practice every day to shift into. So every day we're transforming the self-talk. Every day we're transforming bit by bit how we see our reality. You do not need to see any changes to make this happen. You have to be the change that you wish to become, okay? Once you become that change internally, you're dominantly shifting into that role. You're dominantly shifting into that identity without seeing any 3D confirmation, without seeking any external validation. You're just doing it because it feels so fucking good to be that version of yourself. Guess what happens? The version of you starts to show up. The money starts to come in. The success starts to come in. The unexpected circumstances that just happen to feel like a miracle start to come in. The love starts to roll in. You start looking better. You start feeling better. You get better results. You have better circumstances, better opportunities. Everything is better because you are better. You feel better. You think better and you speak better. So let's, let's just like come to terms with the fact that all day long we're switching in and out of identities. It really is just that easy. So pick a new one to switch into. And make that one like the most beautiful, blessed, baddest version of yourself that just has it all. Conjure up the feelings of that, of that state. Conjure up the emotional state of living in that identity. Because I'm telling you, as quickly as that happens, your reality changes. You begin to see the physical manifestation of who you are in your external world because everyone and everything is you pushed out. You are the living universe in flesh. And conscious creation, all it is, is thinking the right pattern of thought so that I can see the results that I actually want to experience. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. It's convincing the subconscious mind that I am now the version of me before ever needing to see a glimpse of hope or existence of that version of me. You don't need to have past experience in this. You don't need to have past versions of you that have lived out that role already. It, it's not needed. It's not a requirement. It just doesn't matter. That's why you were gifted with the imagination. That's, that's why. That's why you are a conscious creator and no other species on planet Earth is. 
So guys, use this to your advantage. Send me some feedback. The feedback you guys have been sending me though is fucking crazy, like financially, relational-wise, health-wise, beauty-wise, career-wise. It's been like a, a, a rolling in of success stories, um, I want to say in the past 90 days, which is incredible. I love you all so, so much. And we will be back again next week with another episode of your Manifesting Bestie podcast.